good. Whatever time of the day it is you are listening to us, this is a podcast. Welcome to episode 9877 of the P&A podcast. Here we are, another one about to be in the books. Yeah. We still have to talk, though. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Sorry. We still have a long ways to go. We do. We have some time to fill here. All right. So the number one thing weighing heavily on my mind right now, and this literally just happened to me today, is if you're using a restroom, someone, first of all, rattles the handle and it's clearly locked and then knocks, like somebody like ghost locked the bathroom on them, or vice versa, someone who actually knocks and, and you respond, but they still check the handle. I don't get it. Do you know any logic behind any of that? No. I, you know, personally, myself, I would not want to... Uh, Proceed right. if that handle didn't. If you responded to me, right, and then I check that handle and it opens, right, then what? Then I mean, what? You, it's very awkward. Very, very. Very I mean, you awkward. Gave the, you gave the warning. I don't know how. Uh, I mean, thankfully, I had locked the door. But the, what do you think of when you knock and you're like, I, you know, I mean, what do you say to that even when somebody knocks? First of all, you're like, yep, you know. Sometimes I cough loudly. Sometimes I'm just like, yep. Yeah, I mean, I, there's no there's no proper response. I mean. I mean I, I, there's no guidebook on but this. But then I, mean, I, I answered with a sturdy, yep, and they still shook the doorknob. I don't... Well, okay. maybe you sounded very inviting, uh, <laughs> yes. possibly, when you, uh, when you answered them. Perhaps. So, like, toodaloo, come in. I usually, when that happens, I'll, I'll give some sort of, like, just inaudible grunt. Right. You know. <laughs> right, right. That seems effective, too. Yeah. I just, I don't know. This is the thought I had when you said, clear your mind, and we'll think about it and what we want to talk about. That's the first thing that came to mind, because it really grinds my gears, and I just want to know what the thought process with somebody there is. I don't think there is much of a thought process there. Not, I think it's not more or less a, uh, I think it's more or hey less a, Dor. more or less a, uh, you know, I'm just going to push the boundaries of whatever envelope is acceptable. Here. Like, socially, is this a norm? I mean, I've had it happen numerous times. It could be a norm. It could be a Bob. I don't. Whoever's behind that door is. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you know, and especially if you walk up to a bathroom door and it's closed, what is the inkling to like check the handle before even knocking? I've seen that happen, and vice versa too. It, it really is something very befuddling to me. And like I said, I know that uh, you know there's not a lot going on this day and age for to occupy my mind. So this is one of the things that does. Well, I, I can see where that would be bothersome to you, especially if it just. You know, it's this fresh and this recent, right? In your in your daily activities here, I I, I would be annoyed by that too. Like we actually have the bathrooms that have you know the, the typical work bathrooms that have a couple stalls and a couple urinals, a couple sinks. You know, no big deal there. Nobody does that with stall etiquette. But we have this one that's kind of out of the off the beaten path, out of the way. That's a single bathroom and it has a door that locks. And this no. is where this happened. The worst part is when somebody comes up, they rattle the door of your stall, yeah, and then you kind of see them bend over to look underneath to make sure there's feet underneath right. there. That that's pretty annoying too. It's like, hey, <laughs> it's locked, right? And I don't know. Are they curious as to what kind of shoes I'm wearing? I you know, guess. it's uh, it, it's it's very befuddling. But I just I I don't know what the. But you're right. I've had that happen too, where they kind of like look like they peek down, kind of like hunched down. Like, are there people's ghost locking stalls out there and stuff? I don't oh, know. I, I'm, I'm sure that it's a, it's a plague right. that has been unleashed upon us in our society. But, you know, maybe we need to write a, even just like a one hitter placard that, yeah. you know, of ba- bathroom etiquette if you're not in the bathroom yet. That's right. That's right. I mean, <sighs> I don't get it. I just, I, I mean, if you have to shit, you must have quit. I mean, what do you put on that I, thing? If, if the door is locked don't knock i don't i don't know <laughs> there's got to be something that would help people you know kind of 
ease into proper bathroom etiquette. And dude, you know, that's the thing. I know they used to have huge articles that you could write into consultants about etiquette for different things, and people just seem to understand certain things. Etiquette now for a lot of things just seems to go very much out the window. I don't... Maybe we should have a newspaper column, Dear Johnny. Dear Johnny. John Etiquette. <laughs> John Q. Etiquette. And, uh, you know, something along that line. Letters to the editor. <laughs> Mi- missed connections. Misconnection. On, uh, on Craigslist. You know, that, that uh, people would actually pay attention to that, I feel like. And uh, it's just kind of like, you know what grinds my gears? We do that segment, you know, on some other shows. But this is just something weighing heavily on me today because... You know, I got asked to clear my mind, and the first thing, that's the first thing that really popped in there was like, what, what, is, what is going on that this is acceptable now to knock and have somebody answer, but yet still check to see if it's locked? Like, what do you do if, like you said, if you pop in, you're like, Tulu, hi. Yeah. Hello. You know, uh, how much longer are you going to be? Yeah, how much longer you know. are you going to be, right? <laughs> Can I be of any assistance to you? Right, right. You know, there's a lot of psychology behind doors that are locked with certain people, too, because some people can't handle even the rejection of a locked door, believe it or not. I've read this before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some people have a real issue with any form of rejection whatsoever, and just the fact that that door is off limits to them, I don't know if they get, you know, turned on by that. I, I, don't, know, I don't know what goes on with that. Huh, it's in, there's a lot of, uh, like you said, a lot of uh, psychology behind it, but, I've often thought that. You know, like I've worked places that required, say, a badge to get into the premises or whatever, and once I no longer work there, I'm like, huh, wonder if I could sneak onto campus. You know, just those yeah. thoughts. Like it's a forbidden fruit yeah. now all of a sudden. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, I, I had no reason to be there. It's just the fact that I could no longer be there or no longer was allowed to be there just really, you know. Right. It, it is a forbidden fruit thing. Yeah. You know, it's, well, geez, I really should uh, try and get in there and just see if anything's changed. Well, right. Is it still operational without me? You right. Know. I mean, is the, is the place still standing? Obviously, it hasn't burned down yet, I don't believe, but just certain things like that, you know. And you always inquire. It's kind of like an ex-girlfriend. You kind of, like, check up on them, like my old workplaces. Even though some of the people that I worked with were probably assholes and I didn't really want to associate with them in any other way, but I find myself checking up, hey, how's things at the old office, you know, just checking yeah. in to see. Yeah, they miss me there. How 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 devastated are me are they that I am not there to help them every day? Now? Right, and and much like the same, like when you hear that things are running more smoothly or better than when you left, it's kind of like if your ex girlfriend loses twenty five pounds and gets a boob job after you break up with her. It's similar to that. That similar feeling, you know. Yeah, and you're probably not getting back in there either. No, 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 no. You're not getting back in there either. Absolutely, <laughs> that ship has sailed, my friend. Yes. <laughs> and, oh. and if she's you know, did all that self-improvement after you left, you know, there's probably a certain amount of mental capacity you don't want back in there. That's right. That's right. She was, yeah, she was looking for something else, and clearly you were not it, my friend. <laughs> oh, I get that a lot. Yeah, it's sad to think about. Every relationship I've ever had is, um, has ended. I'm single, so that's, it's a weird thought I have once in a while creeping into my head. And yeah. it's always been my fault, too, I've found. Huh. Usually, you know, I've found that if you really look at all your bad relationships, the common denominator is generally yourself. Exactly. It's kind of like that old adage that one out of three people are clinically insane. So look to your right and look to your left, and if they're not it, it's you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, It's like my my mom always used to tell me, there's a weirdo on every bus, but I'd get on and I couldn't find him. I couldn't find the weirdo. (laughs) 
<laughs> I spent a lot of time looking for that weirdo. Could not find him. Nope. I, I, but somehow I, was I always like, end up sitting all by myself. Yep. And I was like, wow, she is way off. <laughs> she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. That's fantastic. There's a weirdo on every bus. I like There that. is. <laughs> I've actually been on buses where there's been three to five weirdos. And that's, yeah. a, that's usually a trip. That, that's probably more the norm. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that if you work in radio, pretty much everybody's weird in radio. Oh, yeah. Anybody who's willing to put on a headset and a microphone of any kind in any <laughs> capacity is a little bit screwed up. Yeah. I mean, just like us now, I guess. But yeah, We're, we're very screwed up. <laughs> very much. We're a very flawed character. I mean, I had to go through snow to get here. What, what the hell was that about? <laughs> I know. I was going to talk about the snow. But then the bathroom thing came up. So well, the snow is kind of the two, the, the second storyline, I figured. Now, now we've kind of tied it in together, right. you know, and, and in, I think in a very smooth way, we've, uh, we've brought snow into bathroom invasions. Yes. So, I mean, if I opened the window to my bathroom at my house right now, it would snow inside of it. Yes. So we could bring everything together. And would not old man winter then be the... Guy, the proverbial guy knocking at the door and he rattling the handle. Wow, you just really tied it all together. Yeah, I can pretty much seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or six degrees, however many degrees you that need. That kind of really blew my mind. Yeah. You're welcome. Do you want to hear about the first time I got a black eye? Sure. Okay. So I was about 16 or 17 years old. And uh, that's, you know, instead of getting my black eye in a cool way, which is the story I told because I didn't, haven't told anybody outside of my mother, who you'll see how she's associated with this story, uh, I haven't told anybody this story until about two or three years ago. I finally fessed up and said it. So when I was about 16 or 17, I was like any other male teenager, a lot of testosterone, a lot of hormones, and of course, I like to masturbate a lot. That's just what 16, 17-year-olds do. <laughs> so I figured out then, because this, the, uh, this is in the 90s, we didn't have, you know, the things we do now, like right. Pornhub and such things, so... So I, w- I found that you could take a page from your favorite magazine, and if you're taking a shower, the moisture from the shower helps it stick right on the shower wall. So you could just plaster the centerfold up there, go about your business while you're taking a shower. Quick, easy cleanup. Everybody's none the wiser, right? So I was doing this one day, and I happened to lose my footing, and I actually fell, and on the way down, hit my eye, my face, on the, the water downspout, knocked myself unconscious. So my mother heard the ruckus. <laughs> she entered the bathroom, and as I was coming to, I heard the loudest blood-curdling scream I've ever heard as I see her looking at the wall to a centerfold stuck on the shower wall and me lying on the, the floor of the bathtub with my dick still in my hand, yes. That's, that's a fantastic story, actually. <laughs> so, so I end up with a black eye, of course. And, of course, my mother and I didn't talk about it for a long, long time. Like, well, nothing no. more was said. She just asked me if I was all right, and I'm like, I think so. And I got up and, of course, got my bearings about now, myself. Now you would have to go in for, like, concussion protocol. Right. Oh, yeah. I would have else. been in concussion protocol for, for a while because yeah. of this. So, so, anyway, I go to school the next day, and, of course, I have just this huge shiner. And, of course, stories ranged anywhere from you should have seen the next guy to, you know, it was a rodeo accident to whatever. Because when you're 16, 17 years old, you can't fess up to all of your, you know, classmates that you were jerking off in the shower and lost right. your footing and fell. And Although I feel nowadays kids would be like, yo, yeah, this is what happened to me. Right, I think so. I you think know, so. The, the stigma attached with that is not near as... Uh, it's terrible. Yeah. 
It, back it's, then, it's just something you didn't talk about. It was very taboo. And it's kind right. of full circle back to etiquette. I mean, we didn't talk about jerking off to, with each other when we were in high school, but now I feel like kids probably openly do it. They probably share it on their Snapchat story. Yeah, probably. I would say most likely. Yeah. I try not to follow a lot of Snapchat stories because I don't want <laughs> to be uh, exposed to things like that. But, right. you know, because I am pretty positive <laughs> having, uh, you know, a 20-year-old and a 17-year-old I'm pretty positive those things end up on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I've seen some pretty interesting things on Snapchat. So and interesting enough, too, uh, when I lived in Seattle, one of the people who developed that app uh, was one of my friends. So I actually downloaded it right away. Like, I was part of the beta test for Snapchat years oh, and years nice. ago. So, so and now cool. I've had it ever since then. So and I don't necessarily agree with it all the time, but I, I share my random quips and stupid things on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Your there we go. masturbatory adventures. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> masturbatory adventures. <laughs> so I think my mother probably had to seek a counselor after that, though. I'm pretty mm. confident in that. That's quite a scene, I would think. That would lead a lot of people to drink. So Yeah, my mother doesn't drink, so maybe Although she probably other the, avenues. like the fifth or sixth worst thing she caught you doing ever. So uh, That's probably in the top four, but yeah. 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 I mean, I know it would probably top the chart. No, no, that's not nearly number one. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> that's a story. That's a story for another day, my friend. Yes. But yeah, I mean, seeing me, and of course, I was six foot tall, one hundred and two hundred and ten pounds, and you know, kind of in a kind of the fetal position on the bathroom or the you know bathtub floor. Yeah. Blood gushing out of the side of my eye, and my erect dick still in my hand. Yeah, it was quite a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a oh, thing. Oh boy. <laughs> You know, not this at all. Is why like, the, so, but that day I didn't lock the bathroom door, and it would have been a good thing because maybe or maybe not. This is this is the full circle. Would it have been better had she been on the opposite side, banging on the door, and I came to and went to the door, or the way she found me because I didn't lock the bathroom door? Um, well, it probably prevented her from ever just trying to randomly come in the bathroom when you were in there again. Well, there's, there had been a few times when I was in high school still where I'd been in there for a while or something was going on, and she would always give a courtesy yell, are you okay? Yeah. You know, yeah. that, it sounded very meek like that, too. Like, are you, are you okay? Usually it's me yelling for, with my kids. It's, hey, we only have so much of a hot water tank. That's right. What are you doing in there? And other people need to take a shower. There's steam rolling out from under the door, you know. <laughs> Other people need to take a shower. Right, right. So, uh, I don't know. Of course, they might not want to after that. <laughs> Never thought I'd be telling that story. I, I don't think I've ever told that story in a recording form. No, now it's out here forever, or it I will guess. be. Share your thoughts, I guess. Tell me what you think of it. I tried to craft that. I wanted to craft that into a stand-up bit, and I still might, still could. It's a very unique story. Yeah, you could. You could. We could work on that, like honing it to a, a stand-up story. And yeah, yeah, I don't know that it needs honed that much. I mean, really? I, I would think that that would get that would get some pretty good laughs. You, you don't want to add a lot of pork to that one. It's just no, kinda, no, yeah. no. That one's one of those just honest in your face, just right up you front. Know. Yep. Yeah, I think that's why. Because I could have strung it out a little bit. I have thought about this, but I'm like, no, this is one of those stories you just kind of streamline. I mean, the high it, points are there. It literally is one of those stories where you take something and stick it to the wall and see if it sticks. That's right. <laughs> I'm just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing if it sticks. <laughs> uh, the worst part is I. Think I think normally I was more into the tasteful publications like the Playboys and stuff like that, but I think this was just one of those raunchy ones too. I think that's probably part of the shock value for my mother is the fact that it was this is a pretty risque. That was more like even worse than Hustler because there were some that were you know. Oh geez, yeah. Probably something you got from Riley. 
Yes, it was. How did you know? <laughs> well, who else would you get it from? Right, absolutely. I mean, he kind of had the uh, market cornered on all I that mean, Pornography, stuff. yeah. He was our pornography uh, Sherpa back yeah. in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there'd be times when we'd have a party or something, and he'd just show up with a few VHS tapes of <laughs> various things that, oh, you guys should check these out. And then we'd watch and be like, I can't unsee that. Thank you. Some people, you have a you have a party, and they come over, and they bring like, you know, a 12-pack or a, a bottle of something he'd bring over. Or a veggie tray or something. Yeah, he'd bring over three VHS tapes of. Of porn. Lord knows what. And it'd be Riley's selections for that day. You know, only watch this one if you're in the mood for flaming goat porn. <laughs> flaming goat porn. <laughs> and uh, alas, yes, that, uh, that probably did happen, and that phrase probably was uttered once or twice. Only watch this if you're in the mood for flaming goat porn. I'm yeah. Flaming. Now I must know, and then you watch and it. And, and I'm not talking about like gay goats. I'm talking about like goats on fire. Yeah. You know. You know, there's all kinds of genres out there too. Oh, it's Every, if you can if you can imagine it, even the most obscure, off the wall shit. It's there's a porn subculture genre out there of it. I they had a they had a thing where one of the big porn sites had put out a. The number one search term for each state in the U.S. That that is, we should probably get a copy of that, and we could do a whole podcast just about that. Too. We could. One of them was torn yoga pants <laughs> in like North Dakota or something. North torn, Dakota torn, torn yoga. yoga pants, and it's like, really, really? That. <laughs> so is that like the whole state of North Dakota? Or is it just one guy going crazy? This is searching, what I you need know. To know. This is kind of like the the. Does he, does he accidentally slip and hit the back button and have to research for it a hundred times, or, or right. what's going on? Like, are these unique hits, or are these, like you said? That's uh, interesting. That was the number North one search term. In, in North Dakota. It, it was either North or South Dakota. Well, the Dakotas are weird. Yeah, oh, they are. That's a, that's a godless land I, I'm really surprised it didn't have something to do with bovine. but I feel like that'd be more like Wyoming, Montana. Yeah. Big really, any country. of those states. Yeah. But that's inter- torn yoga. You, you, it makes me wonder what the hell Florida's was. Yeah, it was probably something with alligators. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. Ugh. Alligator skin high heels or something like that. And then we're in Michigan. I wonder what Michigan's was. Now we must find this information and we can talk about it. Because yeah, I'm we'll, we'll have to, we'll to kind of dive into that further. I'm going to guess, and I'm going to venture a guess here. And I, I don't know. I haven't seen this list. But I'm going to guess that at least 10 to 15 states, the phrase cream pie was there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And not like the oatmeal ones. From or the Little Boston Debbie. cream pie like we talked about on the radio that one morning and Eddie didn't understand what the big deal was. You're good. You're good. Yep. Yeah. He, well, that goes for a lot with Eddie. Eddie can miss a lot of that kind of stuff. He's, he's not really an innuendo kind of guy. Not really. I mean, which it can be good and bad. Can be, you yeah. know, there, there's positives. There's to a that. lot of there's a lot of comedy and a lot of humor to the fact that he's oblivious sometimes. Well, too. sometimes the explanation to him and and watching him get the realization of what you're actually talking about. Yes, you know, because <laughs> I, I could see where you'd be like, oh yeah, you know, I uh, I just picked up a cream pie and he'd be like, oh that's fantastic, and <laughs> you know, I love those. I go to the gas station and get them all the time. <laughs> you're like, Aye. and then you have to bite your tongue. Yeah. And you can't really, especially on the radio, you can't really expand past there. I know. You know. That's been so. my biggest challenge with radio is the yeah. fact that I just can't break into stories about me masturbating in the shower and getting knocked unconscious and my mother finding me, you know? No. No. I mean, it, it would be mildly inappropriate, I would think. Yeah, I would think that people would probably be calling Swap Shop to complain. You know, maybe on, like, 
Sunday mornings before the church service, you could go into that story. That way everybody can get cleansed afterwards. <laughs> Are you feeling like you need to be cleansed after that story? I, you know, yeah, I kind of do, but I don't feel I should take a shower. All right. That's fair. You just want to bask in it for a little bit. Well, might be a poor term <laughs> of what I'm feeling right now, but, you know. Uh, that is not the term I'm looking for. But anyway, what else? What else are we want? I mean, you probably have a few more minutes here. We're to oh, yeah. We're, we're, we've, we've got a, I don't know. We're, we're at an undisclosed amount of time so far. And we're at uh, an undisclosed location. Yes. In an undisclosed town. <laughs> undisclosed time of day that we're doing this. I did. Say, we are in Michigan, though. We will let that information. Yeah. Well, we kind of gave that up with the snow. Yeah. It was either here or Wisconsin. Yeah, and we're at the Silver Tavern Studios here in Michigan. Yeah, so. probably somewhere near Deckerville. Oh, geez. Yeah. Why D- not? Deville. At this point, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Ne- next week, we'll have to be somewhere non-public. I know. That's going to be weird. It is. It is. The service and getting beers handed to us will be way less. I know. Isn't that fantastic? It is. That's one of my favorite things about this place. Yeah. You don't get that at the radio station either. No, no, absolutely. They frown upon it. Well, you know... I really think that if you played your cards right and you uh, you talked to Laura up there, she would probably get you, she would probably supply you with beer. She probably would. And maybe dress in a snazzy outfit for me. Hey, your tackle box is ringing. This is, is that, live action, folks. Is, is that, that yours? Is that me? I don't know. Oh, I don't need that anymore. It's your alarm for podcast. <laughs> it was actually a different alarm from last week that I didn't get rid of. Oh, Oh, that was for your meeting last week, probably. It was, it was. Oh, nice. We do have bowling tonight, and after tonight is a big shutdown for everybody that, uh, you know what, I don't want to talk about that. This no, is not what this podcast is about. It's not. And, it, you know, well, needless to say, we'll probably have thoughts about it during the shutdown. But as of right now, we're, we're still good. It's all hunky-dory, I feel yeah. like, right now. We might even start having some guests here. I'm, I'm thinking next week we might be... To the point of comfort with our uh, with our online virtual right. space here, that it might be time to bring in some guests. Yeah, and get some some content more than just us two rambling, which is good. I think it's been great, but uh, you know, bring a little uh, fresh perspective into the uh, a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of variety would not be a bad thing. No, always a good thing. But we wanted to get some baseline pods recorded here and established and. That's kind of what we're doing. What else do we need to talk about? Today? Well, really, we just need to, to have a couple to give people a reason to not listen uh, to us. Right. And before we started bringing in other people, that they'll have people. a reason to oh, listen. So that's like a, it's the, the bait and switch or the string along kind yeah, of a string along. Yeah. So they don't know who we're going to have next weekend. I mean, we could have, you know. The Pope. We could have the Pope. We could have, uh, you know, Bojack Horseman. That'd be great. Yeah. Horseman, great. That's a great reference right there. Yeah. He'd be a fantastic interview. Yeah. He'd have lots of interesting things to say, I feel like. He'd be he all would. for this, having a couple beers while we're doing the show. Oh, and, and I'm sure that he'd have a very similar masturbation story. One can only hope. Yeah. Well, as similar as a cartoon horse can have. Yeah. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if anybody out there has a similar story. I'm sure someone oh. does. I'm not alone, right, in this? No. No, because maybe I'm, I'm having a hard time with it now that I now that I unpack all these feelings about it. Maybe it's something I should have addressed a long time ago. We should have had a podcast a long time ago for you to talk about this on. So now I, I feel like this is vastly overdue. So, so this podcast is supposed to be about nothing, but is it really? 
I think we've evolved past that already. Oh, my God. I didn't I mean, expect to do this today. No, I mean, you went into a... a that evolution? A deep story. Right. I have virtually had have had nothing but, uh, you know, comical things to say about it. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I, you deserve to be made fun of That's for how it. we cope with our, our yeah. lives. Yeah, I mean, that, that's how, especially guys, <laughs> you know, you have an embarrassing situation... Mm-hmm. And when your friends make fun of you, you know that it's all okay. That's right. That's how you. That's the validation right there. That's exactly right. the validation. Like, yeah. When you get the cojones to tell that story, and of course you're going to get flipped shit for it because I mean, you deserve to be flipped shit for it. Yeah. And that's the validation you need. It's kind of like my grandfather used to say, um, "I only, I only like you know, kid around and make fun of people that I like. So if you see me not talking to somebody, I don't like them." Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And and if. If I'm not ridiculing somebody somehow, I have no respect for them whatsoever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Huh. A lot of psychology there, too. Wow. Yeah. So, huh. Man, we, did we open with talking about locked bathroom doors, and that, that brought up those feelings about my story. And now here we are. Huh. My mind's kind of blown a little bit. I'm not going to lie. No, we, we've... This is cer- certainly a departure from last week's beef jerky-centered... Well, and discussions. You, you know, obviously, I'm. I, you can look at me and tell I love food and I love beer, but I, I wanted to depart and make sure that not every podcast we did was about food. Because right. I mean, we're not on the Food Network. We're not uh, Emerald Lagasse here. So you go to so. the other carnal need, which is masturbation. Yes, of course. See, you just literally streamlined everything right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is not. This was not some secret formula. We're not <laughs> eleven herbs and spices of uh, podcasts here. So, so for future reference, podcasts are probably going to be about food or masturbation, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and not to, not to like totally pigeonhole us into a genre or anything, but it really, we are going to boil down to the simplest terms of whatever it is we're talking about. Right. Huh. You know, we are the, we are the tonette of podcasts to musical instruments. <laughs> Did we just break down our very essence there? We did. I felt we like did. we peeked into our souls a little bit. Yeah. And, oh. you know. I, I didn't like what I saw with mine. No. Ugh. No, and, and we've already, you know, we're like the recorder concert, and we've already played our best one, which was, Hot you know. Hot Cross Cam- Buns. Hot Cross Buns, Camp Town Ladies, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Same song, and, you know, now we're going to move on to uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb, but we're not going to play, like, the harder yeah. No, where you got to make that half octave jump. We're just going to kind of smooth over it and stay right there in the pocket on the recorder. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, you know, I, I've, <laughs> I'm a musician, so I, I'm going to equate things to that. <laughs> you know. So, so you break things down musically, and I break things down masturbationally. Yeah. Which, oh. really, if you mesh, mesh the two together, you know. Huh. I mean... Led Zeppelin made a, had a whole career of being basically a cover band and singing about sex or, or basically citrus fruit. Yeah. Or, or, or Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. That breaks it all down. And architecture. Yeah, a little bit of architecture. You know, stairway. Yeah. That's architecture. <laughs> That's architecture. So everything you need to know in life, you can probably learn from Led Zeppelin then. Yeah, or music or masturbation. Damn. Yeah. That's deep. 
We may have just solved a whole lot of world's problems here. I think we might have just created our first T-shirt too. Maybe yes. <laughs> For the PNA Express podcast. That that you know that would make a pretty fantastic T-shirt. <laughs> Life boils down to three things: music, masturbation, and oh. Ar- architecture. And architecture. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, architects all over are uh, saying, I, I, I concur. You know, just to uh, give give everyone an update who, who will find their way to this and listen to it somehow, uh, we will have a website up and going. I'm hoping that this weekend I have time to get it all put sweet, together. Sweet Jesus, because I'm getting a lot of requests that people want to listen, which I appreciate. Thank you to everyone who's listening to this, especially by this point, as we're, what, 30-some minutes into the thing? We're, we're 20, almost 29 minutes in. Yeah, almost 30. But uh, and hopefully you find it interesting, I don't know, or not, or at least entertaining. Yeah, I, I think even the people who are angry about what we talk about will find it entertaining. You know, I mean, who doesn't like to get a little mad every now and then? I think it's a good thing. It gets the juices flowing. Yeah. It's why I, it's why I watch news at all. It's like, okay, I... <laughs> <laughs> Not really pissed off about anything, so right. I'm just going to flip on the news for 35 seconds, and and, boom, and then boom, I'm fueled for days. You have all the ammunition you need, just oh, I, right I, there. I'm just on a I'm on a complete rage high, especially with everything going on today. Is today is November 17th? Yes, we did say the date in the last one, so I feel like that's something we should stick to. Although we said the date at the beginning, so my bad. Phil that's okay. You format. you gave the episode number though. I did. What is it, 9766? Nine, 9877. 9877, yes. It's episode number 9877, Roman numeral V. Yes. Version 2. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, section C. Yep. <laughs> Article 8. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some amendments on there. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to have to do any post-editing in this one. You know, it's, it's going to be pretty... Uh, it's very streamlined. We're getting better. We're either improving or our standards have lowered. Well, probably both. I mean, we've had one other podcast to compare it to, and I don't know that we could go up or down from there. I think we're kind of lateral. I think we came in hot with the first episode. Uh, I think that was like a pinnacle, honestly. Yeah, I believe you're correct. But I think we'll, we will improve, but it's going to be hard to top that opening episode. But this one has some has some high points, has some interesting points. It has, it has, and we never, we honestly come in. We don't have a script. We don't have, uh, you know, we have our phones distracting us every now and then with uh, alarms going off and stuff like that. And, and it's just me checking the time and making sure that nobody's texting me some obscure shit. And that's yeah. about all we have. Going Luckily, on. we're not doing it live, so people can't call us out live on our bullshit and be oh, like, man. "Oh, Phil, you didn't really masturbate in the shower," you know? I'll be like, the "Hell, I didn't." You I've know. got a, I've got a plugged up drain that'll tell you otherwise. <laughs> uh, yeah, my dad was pissed. Anyway, <laughs> you know, Eddie will be like, "Oh, that could never go on the air." We're not on the air. This I is know a, that's the beauty, the beauty of it, Eddie. Podcast. This is why we do podcast. And why is it that when we do this, sometimes though, he's in my head. <sighs> I know, I know. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I don't need his approval. I, have, I don't need his I'm approval. I'm not kidding. I'm looking at you right now, and there's an yeah. angel Eddie and a devil Eddie sitting on your shoulders. And I can tell you on this podcast which one wins. Yeah, I, I can tell. <laughs> the other one looks like he's got tape over his mouth. But. He does. He's, he's, we confused him with a roundabout. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a roundabout in Onekama. In Onekama, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
fantastic. On a trip to Taco Bell. Sorry, I have an ear. There we go. Uh, just a little. I know. Little might, might have itched a little bit. I think it's because our ears are burning from what we're talking about. Probably. It's it's the constant Eddie chatter. I don't think I can actually share this with my mother. Well, I think she knows. I, I probably should talk to her first. I, I think she probably knows the situation. I, I feel like I need to get her feelings on it first. Maybe she's blocked it out. She, you know, there's, there's, some, there's, there's psychology to that, too. Sometimes when some things are so traumatic to people, they actually just block it out of their, their memory, their brain. You know, it's like when one of my kids comes in and is like, oh, I broke another sock. And you're like, okay, I, maybe they overstarched it. You right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> they were starching it with something. Yeah. So, you know, it, there's, I'm sure that she's justified what you were doing somehow. Mm. That's another thing we do in life, too, is we just... Provided justification. Like a lot of people that are, you know, do terrible things, they, they figure out a way to justify their behavior. Like, I can justify my behavior. I was a horny teenager. Right. But my mother couldn't see it that way. You know, I was still probably her teenage little boy. And oh, yeah, you were probably 12. Yeah. And uh, although she was probably relieved, she's probably like, well, at least Phil's not gay. That's true. That's a great point. And Christmases were never the same after that, though. That was the point. Yeah. Although, I'm sure the story she gave her friends was, Phil was trying to redecorate the bathroom by hanging stuff in the, in the bathroom and slipped and fell. <laughs> trying to hang a new wallpaper. He was using an experimental glue. It wasn't very tasteful, that <laughs> wallpaper, but... <laughs> Not my first choice. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe there's things you don't know about your mom, and she was kind of like, Boy, I hope he leaves that wa- leaves that That's up. That's good taste. Or maybe my father would have liked it. Who yeah. knows? Maybe she's like, "Oh, you have the same taste as your dad." Maybe Ooh, they, that's a shuddering thought. Maybe they maybe they both liked it. Maybe, perhaps. Maybe I should have left it up there instead. I got rid of the evidence. Yeah. We'll never know. Maybe these are things I need to talk about. Yeah, it could be a uh, family rev- revelation. It could change how you do your Christmas shopping this year. The entire family dynamic could change. Yeah. That quickly. Yep. Over something that happened. A long time ago. Yeah. We're not going to mention years because I don't want well, to hate myself. You got to the end of your fingers. Yeah. That. And my toes. I burned those up too. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you were counting by fives. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel old. Some days I feel really old. Other days I don't. You know, it's weird to think about uh, the age you are now and the age your parents were at certain times, and you remember them being the age that we are now. Yeah. They just seemed to have their shit together so much more. Yeah, and I believe they did. I, I believe it was simpler times to get your shit yeah. together. Perhaps. You know, it, it, like my dad worked at the same place for ever, retired from there, you know, where my kids will remember me not working the same place for their whole childhood. Right. You know. So yeah, yeah, this day and age, that's the thing, like loyalty. Like people used to get into jobs and just stay there for 30, 40 years. Yeah. I've had five different jobs in the last 15 years as far as my career goes. Well, I've, I've had my own business for the last 12. Yeah. I, and I'm about to make an exit from that due to all the climate, you know, the recent climate of owning your own business. And I'm trying to make an exit from being a professional to being this. Yeah. Huh. That's a weird transition, huh? Yeah. Huh. We'll get there. Oh, yeah. Eventually, you know, it all works out. If I could sit in a bar and talk to one of my friends and have a conversation like this and get paid for it and that be my job, I think I've arrived in life. I think that's pretty, uh, pretty fucking fantastic. It absolutely is. Yeah. 
Who knows? We'll keep trying. So like, uh, subscribe, tell your friends, well, share. In these desperate times. Desperate. And you go to invest. <laughs> yes. It is best to get your gold from Roslyn Capital. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I've I've seen that commercial a few times, and it seems like they like to throw a lot of money away on commercials. So maybe, and, uh, maybe that same line I just gave. Don't don't fall for the reverse mortgage scam. Though. No, yeah. no. When I was in banking, that was becoming extremely popular. The reverse mortgage. Yes, it was like brand new. Yeah. And I remember just thinking, "Wow, are they going to fleece a bunch of old people with They're this?" Just gonna bang them right up the rear end, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, good lord. I mean, if I was if I was old and like desperately in need of money and I didn't give a shit what I left for my kids, I'm probably going to look at a reverse mortgage and there's I'm going to go on of, that cruise. There's a lot of malice built into that statement right there. I like it. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I mean, you got to have a little bit of malice. You're going to be like, damn, <laughs> I can let all this equity sit here and go to my children or I can go get that Ferrari. Now you're talking my language right there. You know, I can go get that Ferrari and screw them. Ah, shit, my kids don't like me anyway. There you go. <laughs> well, then that's really not the question. Is Do your kids like you more than you would like a Ferrari? Or do your kids only like you for the money they think they're going to obtain once you kick the bucket? Right, which... Ooh, chicken Fer- or egg. Ferraris I mean, keep their resale value. Right. Like I said, chicken or egg, like knock on door, then rattle handle, or rattle handle, then knock on door. Right, or leave the window open and let old man winter just do his thing. Or... Just Knock yourself unconscious, jerking your dick. And if your window's open and it's the winter, you're probably going to die of hypothermia. Wow. That's basically the show summary right there. It is. <laughs> it's also today's lesson for today. The lesson of the day. If you leave your window open and you are knocked unconscious in your bathroom due to falling over while masturbating, you're probably going to die of hypothermia if you're here in Michigan in the winter. Yeah. Hmm. Or any other northern state, really. Really, yeah. I mean, to couple in Wisconsin and yeah. Minnesota. And the, even though they're weird, the North Dakotans that like torn yoga pants, porn. Yeah, I'm not sure. Now, does that include the tearing of the yoga pants, or are they already torn in the porn? I think we need to have our research department do a little bit of uh, work on this, because I'm not 100% sure. Is that me or you? <sighs> it's probably going to be me on this one. I mean, We can make Bisher do it. Yeah, let's make Bisher do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Be like, if you want to be part of the show, Bisher, here's your homework. Yeah, and he'll, pull up, he'll already have the app downloaded, I'm <laughs> right, sure. Right, right. You know. He's like, I was just looking at that yesterday because I was driving <laughs> through North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about how hot are yoga pants? What if they were torn? Right. We need to know if it's the act of tearing them or if they're previously torn right. yoga pants. Huh. That could take hours. It's probably going to take Bisher a lot of research to suss this one out, I think. Yeah. That's a good assignment for him. Mm-hmm. I right. think so. All right. We'll talk about that next time. Yeah, well, we should have some results by then. I hope so. I don't know. You never know with him. Sometimes he takes a couple weeks. Yeah. He's got a lot going on. Well, it depends on if he gets into, you know, if he gets hit in the five-minute clips or, like, yeah. the 35-minute, you know. Because that can get quite cumbersome in a hurry. Yeah. When you're, when you're watching 35, 40-minute clips of pornography. Yeah, when you're getting, like, the backstory on the characters, you're kind of wasting your time. I know. When, you're ta- when you get to know the whole series of characters and you can explain the backstory. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. That's a, that's a heavy investment. Yep. Yeah, and, and you become emotionally <laughs> attached and, you know. And next thing you know, you're delivering pizza with extra sausage thinking it's, you know, the thing to do. Yeah. 
or fixing somebody's pipes. Yep. Yeah, you're, you might be an unlicensed plumber. Those are the careers of porn addicts right there. Pizza <laughs> delivery and unlicensed plumber. Yeah. Well, we're not getting sponsored by Domino's now. <laughs> or maybe we will. We might. We might. Maybe they'll try and do their job searches with us. <laughs> That'll be the PNA Express uh, special, uh, large with extra sausage. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. We should probably wrap this thing up. We probably should. We, we have to go uh, save the world one gutter ball at a time. <laughs> that's right. And that's where our minds are anyways in the gutters. So. Yeah, oh, After usually. Today, I'm sorry I drug us off the rails talking about masturbation. Well, we don't really have rails. That's so true. I think we're okay. Why am I apologizing? You're right. I don't Thank know. You. I don't Thank know. You. I don't know why that came out. It's the, the eddies on the shoulder. Yeah. Oh, the tape is off the angel one. Yeah, that's why. I, mean, it, I had a football broadcast where I complained about not being able to see the scoreboard, and I got quite upset about it because of poor planning by the school that we were at. He was very upset that I was bagging on the school, and I'm like, well, they shouldn't put a goddamn pole right in the fucking way of their scoreboard then. No, there's a couple of places like that now. I yeah. Mean, where, where was I at this year where they, they switched where the scoreboard is at and you, you can't see it like at all? Right. What it good ter- is that for anybody? Oh, maybe it was last year. Might have been. We'll, we'll I mean, if there's a scoreboard that no one can see, does it really exist? Right. Huh. And why would you put it where the people in the booth can't see it? Right. And a scoreboard has one purpose, and that's to be seen. Yeah. It's kind of like ice can only do one thing, and that's melt. Scoreboards can only be seen. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that's <laughs> that just that sent me for a loop. I had never thought of ice as being so one-dimensional. It really is. It really is. It can be carved. Yeah, well, I guess into but, shapes, but it's not doing that in and of itself. That's an external factor. Well, so is melting, though, if you think about it. Well, it's the basic elements acting as one within each other. That's that's probably true. I don't know. I'm expounding on this way too much. I actually. That was a fleeting thought I had that ice can only be one thing and that's melt. I don't know where it came from. I'm sorry. I don't know why you're apologizing again. I think that's a very valid point. You're right. And if we had more time, we would be diving into that ad nauseum. We can talk about ice next week. Yeah. That's that's the beauty of it. I'm going to bring something random or you shall. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I... uh, You're right. We don't have rails. No. This is life without broadcasting without boundaries. Yeah. And and it's really just a, a matter of... We might start down a path, yeah. but then we're going to blaze our own pass off of that path. Yeah. And they might not go anywhere. This is probably what I've been looking for my entire life. Yeah. It's the... I think I've figured out more in these two episodes we've done about my life than I have any of the other time I've been broadcasting. I would think so because I think it's the most honest you've been able to broadcast. That is true. It is for me. Because I, I really hold my thoughts. You don't understand how much I hold oh, my I thoughts. Oh, I do, because our brains work a lot alike. Yeah. There's a lot of random shit just rattling around in there. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, like, it's rattling around in my head, and it'll hit over by my ears, and then it slams into my mouth hole. And if I keep it closed, if I'm on the radio or, or broadcasting a football game, it doesn't come out, and it just gets bottled up and shoved down. This, I don't have that problem. See, when it hits my mouth hole, pow, it's coming out. See, and I just thought, my thought when you said that was slammed into my mouth hole is probably a genre of porn that's number one in some state. Probably. Yeah. I'm thinking Utah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the perfect comeback for that. <sighs> Why would the higher power make such a beautiful state such a messed up place? I mean, beautifully, like, geography-wise and weather-wise and everything. 
the, like, the whole the whole sister wives thing is a whole nother episode. Some of the weirdest people there. Yeah. Huh. But yet, I know I, I've met several people that are from there that are, you know, Mormon, and they're the nicest people. Well, Mormons are always nice. Yeah, it's just what goes on behind the scenes with them that's really the yeah. But I mean, they're they're shit. like ridiculously nice, like overly yeah. nice, but in a very genuine way. Yeah, it's it's almost off-putting. Yeah. We'll expound on that in another episode. We will. We will. So put a pin in that. Of course, see, all these things I say we're putting a pin in, we'll probably never get back to, but you never know. Oh, it's bound to come up at another I, point. I mean, we, we, we were contracted for another thousand episodes of this show. So yeah. I mean, yeah. All of our current sponsors are very happy. They're very, very happy. <laughs> They've sent me texts. They've sent me letters. They haven't sent me checks, though. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, we are. We are. And again, if you're looking for that type of investment, Buying gold from Roslyn Capital <laughs> is probably your best bet. Thank you. You can't go wrong. No. I mean, gold's only going to go up in value. They're not making more of it. No. No, the aliens that sent it down here or whatever they claim. Yeah, those aliens, they only sent a specific amount of gold. Here. Yeah. And I feel like we haven't found all of it, but we found most of it. I think it's a doomsday counter. When we actually find all the gold the aliens placed here, I think that's when they're going to blow up the planet. Probably. So for all you well, people looking for the gold out there and mining, stop. Once we've collected it all, they have no more use for us. That's right. Useless. And they're going to come here, they're going to take it all, and then they're going to make themselves like anchor necklaces out of them. <laughs> like 70s anchor necklaces. Oh, with the wide butterfly collar shirts. Yep. Buttoned down to about their navel. With the, all the chest hair just in yeah. all of its glory. Yeah. Now I'm picturing aliens like that. Well, I know you've seen a few. They walk among us. <laughs> Dennis Rodman, hmm, not much of a disguise. I, I knew a Canadian guy who was a who was a millionaire. That I'm not kidding. You could tell he was like new money uh-huh. because he uh, he hit the Canadian lottery for okay. 55 million Canadian. That's that's a lot of money there in Canada. He he, he was he was a truck driver. <laughs> so, of course, what does a truck driver do? They go out. They start their own trucking company, and, they, and it's huge. You, oh yeah, you'd, have, you'd have heard of it now if I told you okay. what it was, because it's, it's huge. It's all over North America, and he's worth much more than the 55 million Canadian that he got, you know, which is what, like $23 U.S. or whatever. Yeah, I was going to say about uh, 2,500 U.S. Yeah, so, but he literally, the, the first time I met him, I thought, wow, that's odd, because he was wearing like the, like the plaid button-down short sleeve shirt, Buttoned down about halfway to his navel, and he had the biggest anchor, gold anchor uh, necklace on you've ever what seen. What does that even symbolize? I don't know. Besides being tied down, I feel like. It, well, it was big and gold, and I mean, it was real gold. It's, it's just, hey, he, look at me. He discussed it a little bit. Okay. Because one of the other guys in the office was like, wow, that, that's a really nice necklace. And it was kind of a half, you know. I hope he doesn't realize I'm fucking with him. Yeah, of course. I <laughs> do know. that constantly. You know that. And, and he, he just kind of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is one of the first things I bought after I hit the lottery. Huh. And I'm just like, new money. New money. Because new somebody who, like, grew up with money right. would not have given this thing a second look. No, yeah. You're right. You're right. They wouldn't even, they're like, that's gaudy, that's tacky, that's terrible. Yeah. But this guy's like, I have fucking arrived. I'm going to buy myself a massive gold anchor yeah. necklace. And it was it kind of looked like it wasn't the marine anchor with the right. eagle and stuff, but it did have like a, a planet on it and ropes around it and stuff. 
but like no eagle or anything. It wasn't. It was like a maritime thing, but not marine. More like a more like a boats and hose. Right. Okay. I get it, huh? That's a, you're gonna have to tell me off air who this uh, Chumbawamba was. I will. All I right. will. Super nice guy, just really strange with the whole. So you think he's an alien? I do. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> tying it all together, you're back. Yeah, I, 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 he kind of has to be. Right. In order for the rest of my worldview to fit, he has to be an alien. Okay. Do we do that as humans? We compartmentalize things like that too. Why do I get so psych- psychological about this shit? You know what? That's a great story. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyway, listen. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Yeah, this is a great way to wrap it up. All right, thank you for listening. This is the PNA podcast. He's Adam. I'm Phil. We didn't do that at the beginning either. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't introduce ourselves, man. We're just everybody the ball knows by you. now who I we hope are. So. And yeah. if they don't, they just know our voices, and they're like that annoying guy and the one we like listening to. I'm the annoying one. You're the one they like listening to. And I'm sure for some people, that's exactly opposite. It's, it's, well, I mean, people who are huge fans of masturbation, you you scored a lot of fans a in lot your column, of points column this week. You know. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a money grab of any type, but I see now how it could be interpreted as that. Yes, I see that. I think, it was, I think it was honest. It was very honest. It's the most honest I've ever been on a broadcast. So, anyhow, thank you for listening. PNA Express Podcast. He's Adam. I'm Phil. Have a great night. Make good choices. Good night, everybody.